local media remembers that they're not here to enhance um, not-for-profits that their friends are on, that they're really here to write appropriately about what's going on out there and leave um, Hollywood for TV and the movies. Yes, I do believe that there is sometimes inappropriate uh, media use because otherwise they can't get stories and the uh, not-for-profits can't get press. Well, I believe if they focus on what their goal is and their models and their foundation and working with other organizations in a more united way that they can actually get good press and they can get more press. Thank you. That was a very good question. Um, The most extensive form of overlap that we find in these cases is the client who's being trafficked with an intimate partner relationship. We are going to take a short break and we will be coming back to discuss that soon. WNF Law, Wasserstein, Nunez, and Foodman is an international full-service law firm whose mission is to provide real-world solutions to real-world problems. Located in downtown Miami, WNF Law was recognized by Martindale Hubble in the Wall Street Journal as one of Florida's top-ranked law firms and as Best Lawyers and U.S. News Best Law Firm for 2012. To learn more about WNF Law, please go to WNFLaw.com or call 305-760-8500. That's WNF Law, 305-760-8500. Wasserstein, Nunez, and Foodman to get your solution. Spokes Best Academy is the only global accredited program to certify coaches for victims of sex trafficking. In fact, BEST stands for Building Empowerment by Stopping Trafficking, and they can help you get certified as a coach in this specialized field. For more information on the training process, cost, and to apply, just fill in the contact information form at www.beststoptrafficking.org. That's beststoptrafficking.org. From there, click on the contact button and fill out the form. Make sure to identify that you are interested in becoming a coach. The program is offered worldwide through various venues. Lawyers, want to be part of Best Laws? You too can go to beststoptrafficking.org and fill out the contact form to receive information or simply email them at info at beststoptrafficking.org. The website again is beststoptrafficking.org. Be part of the best team to stop trafficking. Hi, this is Linda Sullivan, and welcome back to your Best Voice Radio. I'm here with the greatest panel. I'm here with Eddie Foodman, Sarah Sullivan, and Vicki Rosenthal, all together now. Hey. Hey. Uh, hi. <laughs> and our call-in number is 888-565-1470. And we actually have Kathy on the line. Hello, Kathy. Hi, Linda. Hi, everybody. Um, my question is the following. In Florida, there's so much nepotism with public officials that sit on the boards of all their friends, not-for-profits. And doesn't this create a conflict for them and their governmental roles? Actually, I'm going to throw my answer back. If anyone else wants to come in after I give you my answer, absolutely. Um, the, the idea is that um, when you're on the board, you should watch out to be sure that you do not have a conflict. While there is a lot of nepotism going on, agreed, there can definitely be conflicts. For example, 
if the board allows um, monies to be collected and the not-for-profit is not in compliance, that's an issue. If somebody on the board has a political position or a governmental position, they have an issue and they have a conflict because that could be a crime and then they're not watching out for it. If, in fact, um, board other not-for-profits are partnering with each other and they are on boards that way as well and they're on two or three boards and the same issue happens if they're doing fundraising and they're eliminating all of the other not-for-profits, that is another issue because of the mission statements and the nepotism. It should be carefully reviewed that if you're going to be on the board um, of a friend or going to be on the board as a state official or a government official, that you do look at your responsibility and not look the other way because you may be the one who has to actually come forward and prosecute or cause an investigation. So, yes, there are definitely conflicts and it sends a mixed message as well out to other not-for-profits who are doing great jobs. Anyone else want to throw something out there? Or <laughs> should I just say it all? <laughs> so we're going to actually come back with um, the most extensive form of overlap is the client who is being trafficked within an intimate partner relationship. These situations are referred to as intersection cases, as we spoke about before, as they represent a direct intersection between domestic violence and human trafficking. While each case is unique, intersection cases share many characteristics. First, they involve intimate partner relationships, which is something that is very important to understand and when we do our trainings we cover that um, relationship and how it works and Stockholm relationships and that's a coined phrase for that as well as others. And second, they involve forced labor and or commercial sex. Um, Eddie, I know you can add to this. Yes, um, they're also often complicated. Uh, there's a complex emotional relationship between the abuser slash trafficker whatever you'd like to call them, and the victim that can prevent her from seeking assistance from her community and cause confusion for law enforcement and benefit-granting agencies. The emotional ties and other complexities inherent in these cases are very familiar to domestic violence attorneys, and intersection cases are often more are, are uh, more common than many people realize. Actually, Sarah, I bet you you can actually give us one of your great cases. <laughs> yeah, uh, for example, let's say that Jane met her husband while they were both students at the University of Indiana. They married within months, and Jane thought that she had found the traditional groom of her dreams as he was living with his parents. However, it became shockingly clear to Jane almost immediately that what had been a love match for her was going to be nothing more than exploitative housekeeping for his family. Her mother-in-law forced her to do all the family's cooking, laundry, and cleaning. Jane had studied accounting, so her husband made her help for 10 hours a day in a small business without compensation. He also forced himself on her sexually, including once immediately after she had suffered a miscarriage. Twice, he struck her with force that she fell on the floor. He told her that he would tell her family that she was lazy, infertile, um, and a tramp if she complained or found outside employment. 
Jane was a victim of human trafficking within her intimate partner relationship. And it's very important to understand that um, people aren't always aware that they are being trafficked or once they are trafficked, how to get out of it. And it's crucial that this sensitivity to trafficking is um, made public and that you out there, if you have questions, please give us a call. call um, go to our website and uh, send us an email and we will respond and tell you how you can get involved. And if you see somebody that might be a victim, please call us on our hotline. Uh, Vicki. I know you can give a hotline out better than anybody we know. <laughs> Hopefully I will be able to. Our victim's hotline number is 855-BEST-811. It is a 24-7 number. So even if you think a suspicion of, you have a slight suspicion that somebody could be involved in any type of trafficking, don't hesitate to call. Vicki, can you tell us a little bit about some common misconceptions in human trafficking? Yes. Um, the One of the most common about human trafficking is that it's primarily a crime of movement. And it's not. In fact, the law does not require any movement or crossing of jurisdiction, uh, jurisdictional boundaries for a trafficking crime to occur. Human trafficking is primarily a crime of exploita- exploitation. Is even of all the examples that we've been given, giving uh, already on the show, um, human trafficking occurs when an individual's freedom is curtailed, and labor or other services are extracted through force, fraud, or coercion by another individual. Just as this husband example that Sarah gave. Um, this is an important nuance to keep in mind when working with clients who have not been transported across borders as they may still be trafficking victims. Once um, the lawyers or others who are non-lawyers sign up for the trainings that are appropriate for you or your organization, um, you will learn about uh, these various misconceptions in human trafficking as well as the identifiers and indicators and how to actually uh, deal with them appropriately, learn the difference between between responsibilities of first responders, where the lawyers come in, where the coaches come in, and where the other um, therapeutic areas come in, as well as other needs and housing needs and issues that are totally crucial to get to these victims. Uh, Sarah, can you give us another one of your horrific stories? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, actually, this one just broke last week uh, in Fort Lauderdale. A 21-year-old Fort Lauderdale man was charged with trafficking children for sex in a federal criminal complaint filed on last Wednesday, actually, according to court records. Uh, Nathan Brown is accused of using three underage girls for prostitution. Between April 1st and May 31st, Brown would rent hotel rooms in his name and drive girls to meet their clients in those rooms, according to the investigative report. 
You know, it is actually shocking to uh, most when they hear about how it's going on. It's going on into everybody's nose. And then um, it's so deep underground, and then it doesn't. it's right out there in public, and it's not being stopped. Well, there are organiza- organizations out there who are trying, and I applaud them. And keep it up, and please stay in touch with us, and let us know what you're doing and how you are going out there and trying to work to actually stop all of this from going on. Um, Eddie, I'm sure you can tell us a little bit more about the elements of trafficking. Yes, Linda. Another important element to trafficking is the other party's gain. For a crime of trafficking to occur, one person must materially benefit from the exploitation of another by receiving something of value. While traffickers often benefit from the money that they earn from the exploited labor of the victim, this component is fulfilled if anything of value is exchanged, anything such as food, drugs, goods, or labor. Wow. (laughs) And that's actually what Sarah has been telling us over and over again throughout these cases. It doesn't stop. That's right. It just doesn't stop. Um, Heather, we have a call from you. Hi. Hi, yes. Um... My question is, are you concerned with the lack of investigation into DCS and their affiliated programs and the not-for-profit that work for them? Actually, there's always a concern when there are issues going on in organizations such as DCF, the organizations that partner with them, foster care, because so many runaways come out of foster care. We have high concerns about the lack of investigation. We also have concerns that the people who are doing the investigations are affiliated with those who are being investigated. Um, We had a senator on a couple of weeks ago who asked for the public to reach out and demand that an appropriate investigation happen. So our main concern, and that goes back to one of the other questions about uh, nepotism in you know the local communities, while everybody applauds supporting your friends and applauds supporting everything that your friends do, it is important that you take a crime like sex trafficking, step back and say, we need to fix this and if an investigation needs to go forward whether or not someone you know is employed there or has done something wrong or may have done something wrong and may not have you need to step back and you need to request that an appropriate investigation take place. I think that now um, a lot of uh, the elections and changes are going on and we'll see what happens when the people come into power if they take a different stand. Yes, we are highly concerned that appropriate investigations by appropriate parties are not going forward. Anyone else on my panel? <laughs> well, the most important thing, and is the and the bottom line is the children. That should be the governing factor for any decision to be made. Is what about the children? It, and over, it overrides exactly. exactly. It overrides any other the the ties that um, is could influence a wrong uh, a wrong investigation. Is what about the people that are suffering from this? A problem. Here, here. Yeah, All the right. The victim is the first, second, and third concern. I mean, that's it. The victim. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's actually it's, right. It's got to be that way. Thank you for that question, Heather. <laughs> you get our like question of the day. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Anyone else who has questions, please call in eight 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 five six five fourteen seventy. We're going to be taking a short break, and we will be back soon. This is your best voice radio. 
Foodman PA, an internationally recognized firm of certified public accountants and advisors, helps turn complexity into an advantage through forensic accounting and forensic tax procedures. Foodman PA uses the numbers and data to arm you with the most solid case possible. Are you involved in the complicated legal settlement of a domestic or international tax or commercial dispute? Foodman PA will help protect you and your assets and immune you and your estate from heavy losses, penalties, or fines. You don't have to endure any more sleepless nights. Let Foodman PA help you turn the complexities of your case into advantages for you. Call 305-365-1111 or call toll-free at 800-636-0291. Best Academy is the only global accredited program to certify coaches for victims of sex trafficking. In fact, BEST stands for Building Empowerment by Stopping Trafficking, and they can help you get certified as a coach in this specialized field. For more information on the training process, cost, and to apply, just fill in the contact information form at www.beststoptrafficking.org. That's beststoptrafficking.org. From there, click on the contact button and fill out the form. Make sure to identify that you are interested in becoming a coach. The program is offered worldwide through various venues. Lawyers, want to be part of Best Laws? You too can go to beststoptrafficking.org and fill out the contact form to receive information or simply email them at info at beststoptrafficking.org. The website again is beststoptrafficking.org. Be part of the best team to stop trafficking. Hi, <laughs> this is Linda Sullivan, and we are here as your best voice radio, and we are having a little bit of fun today with our panel, and it is 888-565-1470 in order to call in and speak to us. The all panel of happy people talking about a subject matter that's very serious and proud that all of you out there are doing something about it. Sarah, take it away. Your Best Voice radio show is here every Wednesday from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. to bring you up to date on this issue and to keep you abreast of what is needed to work together to secure victim safety while pursuing and prosecuting the traffickers. Our Best Stop Trafficking hotline is 888-BEST-811. So if you are a victim or you know of a victim, please call our hotline. Also, if you'd like to hear about a specific topic or if you'd like to suggest a guest for the show or sponsor of the show or if you'd like to volunteer please go to www.beststoptrafficking.org slash contact and fill in the contact form you can make donations to best directly on the site as well all major credit cards are accepted some may think that slavery was eradicated 200 years ago but sadly it is thriving worldwide today Sex trafficking occurs when victims are forced or coerced into the sex trade against their will. Every day, men and women, adults and children, rich and poor people, and U.S. citizens and foreign-born immigrants are forcibly bought and sold as commodities. Actually, finally, people of all nationalities are trafficked within their own countries and or to other destination countries within the U.S., 
The TVPA created special remedies for trafficking victims who are non-U.S. citizens or lawful permanent residents. And these remedies include immigration options and social services, as we actually discussed on prior shows, as well as told you about the ORR grant that BEST has. Vicki, can you please tell our listeners how they can um, understand a little bit more about the realization and accreditation and who recognizes the certified coaching process? Yes, Linda. It's a really important point because many people want to help out and coaching or being a uh, trained coach through BEST is one way. And the actual course, the uh, certified coaching in sex trafficking, I stated it earlier, but it is the only course worldwide of this type. And to become a certified coach requires 150 hours average of coursework. So that's nothing to um, to take lightly because the victim's uh, human trafficking is not a subject to take lightly. The courses envelop the um, topics of, you've already addressed many of them, but the eth- ethical guidelines, forensic training, um, the control methods, and the course provides the opportunity for the certification and it is also approved by the Florida Department of Health for continuing education for licensed mental health counselors, licensed clinical social workers, certified master social worker, and licensed marriage and family therapist. Fantastic. Sarah, tell us what to do here. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to interject real fast and let the listeners know that to help us provide our essential services to victims, please make a donation today by going to www.beststoptrafficking.org or go to our secure fundraising platform for our Best Laws program, which we spoke of earlier, and uh, just go to www.gofundme.com slash best and then a little dash, laws. Thanks. All right. That's what I want to hear. (laughs) Keep up the good work best. (laughs) Um, Eddie, actually coming back, we were talking about how um, our victims are trafficked, whether they be internationally or domestic, and I'm sure that you have lots to say about that. Sure. Listen, human trafficking, like domestic violence, affects all genders and ages within all types of relationships. Women and girls are more often trafficked for commercial sex, domestic servitude, and garment factory work, whereas men and boys are more often trafficked for commercial sex, machine factory, and farm labor. Yeah, the trafficking victim does. I'm sorry to cut you off, but the trafficking victim actually goes through all of these roles. Continue. I didn't mean to cut you off, but okay, I'm cutting you off. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) but they do. They go through different roles because once they are identified, and one of those roles may be as a defendant, and that's what I want to get across to our listeners right now. Some trafficking victims are discovered only after they have been charged with a crime. Generally, the crime is related to the trafficking. But trafficking victims may have been forced into theft, prostitution, drugs, fraud, or any number of crimes. It is crucial that the attorney defending the client in the criminal case be made aware of the circumstances surrounding the criminal acts. It might be beneficial to report the trafficking crime quickly to an experienced and victim-centered law enforcement agency. 
The agent investigating the trafficking also should contact the prosecutor's office sometimes to possibly convince the prosecutor to reduce or drop the charges. Only attorneys can make these decisions, and it is crucial that Best Laws and the Certified Coach get there right away to assist these victims. You know, Linda, this conflict is often seen with sex trafficking victims who are arrested on prostitution-related charges. Increasingly, local law enforcement agencies are screening for trafficking victims, but not all do. For all trafficking victims, the arrest makes it more difficult to find appropriate services and support, and further erodes their self-confidence and belief in the system. The trafficker has likely been telling the victim that no one will believe him or her, that he or she is a bad person and will be arrested or deported if, or if he or she calls the police or tries to escape. This arrest has reinforced these threats. In any case, additional psychological support will likely be necessary. Individuals seeking immigration relief will have to disclose and explain this criminal history in the context of their immigration application, although a waiver will likely be available. Actually, that takes us back to one of our questions, or a couple of the questions that came in today about the media. Human trafficking is that atrocious crime, and as such, it has generated vast media interest. Organizations known to focus on human trafficking often inundated with requests to interview victims, requests to go on rescue operations, and other Hollywood-style requests. Legal representation is crucial as the media can be strategically useful, but only after careful analysis with the client about the risks and benefits. Please make sure that best laws an attorney trained in this area with the certified coach is there to assist that victim in making these decisions. Do not give false empowerment to the victim. They tell their story. They lose control. Yeah, the risks of working with media include direct retaliation to the client and his or her beloved ones by the trafficker. This is especially true in the Internet age when even a local media outlet story will be commented upon, blogged about, and emailed instantaneously around the world. The dangers also may include condemnation in the home country for bringing shame to a fellow national. Where the trafficker is from the same country or harassment of the client if he or she wins large monetary judgments in court, regardless of whether he or she even collects money on those judgments, a client may also be re-traumatized by telling or viewing of his or her story. In our courses um, that we have designed, uh, when they go through uh, the program, best laws attorneys as well as the coaches and other um, informational trainings, we take them through these re-traumatization issues. We take them through the control methodologies used by the traffickers. It is very important because apart from the personal risk to the victim, a separate but significant risk is the loss of control over the story. Once an interview has been done, the victim usually has little to no control over the editing process. 
Comments may be taken out of context or key facts confused, which could then complicate ongoing civil, criminal, or immigration cases. Finally, prosecutors understandably shy away from media during an investigation or prosecution for fear that the victim will make inconsistent statements that can then be used to attack credibility during a trial. This is why it is absolutely crucial that a lawyer be there to represent these victims and these survivors when they are making these decisions. Actually, there was um, a case out that the Herald versus the Facts, and it is very important because of point of views that are placed on readers. You don't want a reporter's point of view placed on a reader. You want the facts and accurate and clean reporting. This is Linda Sullivan with your Best Voice Radio, here every Wednesday from noon to 1 p.m. Looking forward to seeing you next week. You've been listening to Best Stop Trafficking, your best voice. Hosted by Linda Sullivan, certified master coach for victims of human trafficking. In fact, BEST stands for Building Empowerment by Stopping Trafficking, specializing in aiding the victim to pursuing and prosecuting the trafficker. To reach BEST, call 305-728-5218 or just go to beststoptrafficking.org. That's beststoptrafficking.org. The opinions expressed on the preceding sponsored program were strictly those of its hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of the station, its staff, management, or sponsors. If you died today and left your home to your kids, would they be able to pay their mortgage and yours? Well, that's what they're going to have to do until your estate has completed probate. And unless you have a revocable living trust, your estate is required to go through probate. If they can't make the payments, the bank will foreclose and the bank will own your home, not your kids. What to do? Call Andy Curtis today and let him create a revocable living trust for you. The cost, just $350 if you're single, $450 if you're married. And with each completed trust, you will get a gift certificate for $125 at Tropical Acres, South Florida.